0: Thank you for tuning in to Church on the Rock podcast. We have a great sermon in store for you. We hope this message challenges you, builds you, and motivates you into taking the next step in your purpose with God. Enjoy the sermon. I need you to turn with me to, um, we'll start out in the Gospel of John, I think. We'll start off in the Gospel of John. We're talking about grace moments and grace events. Amen, that's what we've been talking about. Grace moments will include moments of revelation where you really heard from heaven, or we will call a rhema word where you heard from heaven and God speaks to you and the word comes alive. Um, anytime a revelation comes, we talk about grace moments, we're talking about in grace events, we're talking about. Events where heaven has touched your life. And because heaven has touched your life, that your life is going to another level. Amen. Amen. Uh, We can say that to another level to accomplish the plan of God. Or to accomplish something that heaven has planned before the foundation of the world. When we say um, in Jeremiah 29, where the word of the Lord tells us, through the prophet I know the thoughts and the plans I have towards you when those thoughts and plans actually come into manifestation that's a grace moment amen that's a grace moment when God's plan of of redemption to put everything back where it belongs actually takes place in my life grace by grace it'll be grace moments and grace events to take place amen, amen. So the life should be loaded with grace. Amen. Life should be flooded with grace. Amen. And grace is God's ability, God's power showing up through man, manifesting through man to bring about uh, the execution of redemption. And again, that is putting everything back in place where God intended to be. And when that happens, that means what the plan was in heaven is showing up in the earth. Amen. Amen. Because then God's plan is that heaven, um, earth is a reflection, a physical reflection of what heaven is like. And it's man's assignment to make that happen. Amen. Amen. God will not execute grace or manifest grace events without man. Amen. And that is the gospel. That is the gospel. That is the good news that the word of God, or we can call the word of grace, has been released in the earth to prescribe how supernatural changes are going to take place in the earth to get man back to the level he belongs on. Amen. Man cannot get to the level or achieve what God wants him to get to without grace. Amen. Amen. And so this is why we live in what the Bible calls a dispensation of grace, or a stewardship of grace. Yes. Come on, man! Yes. <laughs> Amen. Praise God! And um, and grace has been given to every person. Yes. Amen. Praise God! Hallelujah! And and the word describes the grace you give it. That's why the Bible is called the Word of Grace. So I said we're gonna start at John. Let's go to Acts. We let's go to Acts chapter. I believe it's Acts chapter twenty. And this is Paul talking, I believe he's talking to the church at Ephesus. And this may be the place where this was the last time he was going to talk to them. Man, what I'm telling you, the anointing is precious. When we, you know, and when we talk about the anointing, we talk about God's ability too. Yes. Having anointing on your life is a grace. Yes. Yes. Amen. It's the ability to carry out redemption. Mm-hmm. We can say grace is the ability to execute redemption as if God was himself and that is given to man. And it's given to every believer. And then uh, one person, you know, they text me after last night, they was watching it on television. They was watching it online, they text me. They said, Pastor Rogan, uh, you know, and I'm just gonna paraphrase what they said. And they're they talking about, you know, w- what if, what if someone doesn't carry out the plan of God for their life? They leave graces. It almost reminds me of of the talents. It always reminds me of the talents where the person didn't use the talents. The talents were abilities. Amen. And one person took the talents and and doubled them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise God. Because graces can grow. That's why the Bible says, Grow in the grace of God. Grace can grow. Grace can expand based on my honor and faithfulness with it. I said, I told him, I said, if a person doesn't use the graces and abilities signed to them, especially when it comes to executed redemption, he'll just give it to somebody else like he did to talents. Yeah. He's gonna give it to somebody else. Why? Because he's not going to allow graces he's planned to go unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And there's a reason why he won't let graces go and be unfulfilled. Why? Because when it comes to the, being, the church being the body of Christ, then we are, the, we are the body of Christ, then we are the body where grace is supposed to flow from to execute redemption. And if we won't do our job, he has no other choice but to replace us so that, so that the house of God is complete. The, the body of Christ is complete. Amen. So the body of Christ could also be called the body of graces. Amen. And we should be honored that God would allow us to function in that kind of anointing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now listen what he tells. um, He says, um, let's go here in verse, verse 31. And he says, therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn Everyone, night and day, with tears. This man loved the church. He just flat out loved the church. And now, brethren, I commend you to God. Amen. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Amen. Amen. He's commending you, be attentive to God. Be attentive attentive to the plan of God for your life. Pay close attention to the assignments that he's given you. I commend you to God and to the Word of His grace. Notice that the Word describes the graces of God. I commend you to God, and the Word, which is able to build you up. What does the Word of God does? It builds you up. Amen. It causes a person to be strong. It causes a person to be strong for the assignment that they're given. Amen. Because the number one assignment of the enemy is make sure you don't fulfill your purpose. His job is to make sure you don't finish, that when you stand before God, you don't hear well done. But the grace of God is given, the ability and assignment is given, so the, and the word is given, so when you stand before him, you hear well done. Amen. You got done what I needed to get done in your dispensation and your time. Amen. Amen. And the way you got it done, it never gets done by human ability alone. The assignment of God is not a human assignment. It's a man assignment and a God assignment, amen, the moment God put man on this planet, it was not just a God assignment, it was a God and man assignment, and and guess what the assignment's gonna be in eternity, God and man Mm -hmm. together, amen, amen, because God, he desires a family, he he wants sons and daughters, he wants people, amen, Amen. that interesting desire is in, in us to be a part of a family, Everybody's everybody's lifestyle is centered around family in some capacity. Amen. So he says right here that that the word of his grace is able to build you up. Amen. So that means that grace has, has enablement in it. There's ability in it to build me up, which means my ability is going to increase. Amen. Praise God. My ability to teach or my ability to preach or my ability to sing, my ability to serve, whatever my ability is, it's going to increase. The ability that I have in my career is going to increase. Come on now. God will make you creative (laughs) on you. Come on now. I'm thinking about Hezekiah. He has such ability, he started making engines. I mean, I mean, steam engines were developed back and God gave him the wisdom to, to make engines back in, in the days of the kings, yes. amen, but when the, whole, when he says in Proverbs, I give you knowledge of witty inventions, uh-huh. amen. amen, that's grace coming on our lives, yeah. amen, to take things to another level, man, praise God, I'm trying to tell you, he's got me preaching on this because we're coming into moments of grace, yes. We're coming, we're coming into moments where God's ability is on man doing what man can't do except God do it through him. Amen. Amen. We're coming in. That's why he wants me preaching this. It's why he wants me preaching this. He wants me talking about grace moments. When grace moments happen, God has already prophesied grace moments over this church. He said this church shall be known for healing. Amen, this church shall be known for divine healing. Well, divine healing don't take place unless grace shows up. Amen, grace grace includes healing. The Bible said by grace are you saved. Well, saved us don't mean going to heaven. Amen, saved includes healing. So by grace, healing takes place. So God has spoken a divine word of this church shall be known for healing. So there's a healing anointing in this church. Amen, it's not something that we can perform without him, but we don't plan on doing it without him. Amen. We plan on doing it to the, according to the word of grace, and then he says, the Lord went with them, confirming the word of grace, amen, with them. So when they lay hands on people, people got healed. Pe- Peter, the grace got so strong on him that shadows, his shadows were getting people healed. Walking down the street, we, we talk about things. We talk about levels. Of, we talk about levels of empowerment we have not experienced, but it's already been done. Hallelujah. Well, God's talking about an unspeakable grace now. Come on now, He's talking about a level we ain't never seen before. Come on now, that's what He's talking about. But we have to go after. We want to talk about how do these how do these grace moments take place? How do they happen in our lives? Well, the number one way they happen is through you believing. Going to, we're going to develop our faith. Amen. We're going to develop our faith. You know, we've been looking at the scripture over in Romans 5, 17. They, they receive the abundance of grace. Well, how do you receive the abundance of grace? By receiving abundance of the word of grace. Right. Come on now. People got to get excited about the word. Yes, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. He said, which is able to build you up. And give you an inheritance. Notice that grace gives you your inheritance. One of the ways we can say the inheritance is the blessing of Abraham. Come on now. So the word is designed to cause everything that happened to Abraham, everything that happened we can say to David, and everything that happened to Jesus to happen in our life. Jesus is the capstone of this thing. He said he's able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So grace isn't an inheritance. Yeah. The anointing is an inheritance. The, the Holy Ghost is an inheritance, amen, that we should be experiencing in everyday life. He's the Holy Spirit is the earnest of our grace inheritance. He's called the Spirit of grace. When he starts operating on your life, amen, you'll you'll preach different, you'll teach different, you'll sing different, you'll serve different. Everything about you is on another level. And God has poured out this grace on the church through the spirit of grace. We'll look at some scriptures. He's already poured it out. Amen. But the church has got to get in a place to receive it. He said they, Romans 5, 17, they that have received the abundance of grace. You should be receiving grace to do things better than you've ever done them before. Amen. Amen. I'm thinking about on my job assignment, one of the first job assignments I had out of college. I was working in the manufacturing plant and the, 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 one of the production lines was breaking down. It stayed broke down. It never produced anything. Everybody knew when you turn this on, this thing is going to run at 50% efficiency or less. And nobody... Tried to change anything. Everybody was letting it run like that. But then one day the Holy Ghost got on me. (laughs) Amen. One day the anointing got on me. God said, go over and look at that line and stand in front of it. And I said, well, and I prayed. I said, God, can you help me get this thing running? He said, we can. I kept looking at it. I just kept standing there watching it run, watching it run 50% efficiency. And then all of a sudden it came. I walked back to the office and I started drawing. I start drawing all the changes, the mechanical changes, and the parts that need to be interchanged in place that would increase the efficiencies. Amen. Yes, I did. And then, and I turned it into my supervisor, he tried to steal my idea. But anyway, I'm moving right, I ain't gonna cover that. Amen. I'm just I hope I help somebody with that. But anyway, I'm telling you, the world is crazy. And that was back a long time ago. It's even more crazy now. Amen. Praise God. I'm just telling you the truth. He looked at it, he knew it had value in it. And he turned it into the the corporate improvement team. And then they voted on, they decided to do the construction on the line. Nobody told me about it. (laughs) I'm just telling you about people. Amen. Praise God. They just stayed right anyway. Keep moving along. Amen. But you don't let stuff like that stop you. So one day I noticed the line went on. And it stayed off for days. And I walked over there. They had taken it apart. And then they was putting new parts in it. And I kept looking, and I said, wait a minute. This looks like what I (laughs) designed. It looked like what I designed. They was building what I put on paper. And so then, so then I called my manager up. I didn't deal with my supervisor. I called my manager, up, and I was him and hauling around. I don't know why I'm telling this story, but I know grace abounds. Yeah. Anyway, praise God. I'm just telling you, God's got some graces in you yeah. that you haven't even discovered yet, because yeah. you haven't you haven't you haven't reached out for those things. Yeah. And so anyway, I told my supervisor about it. He said, Keith, why don't you hemming and hauling around? Just say the man stole your idea. I'll fix it. Amen. He said, that's your problem. You see things and you just won't call it like it is. I've been calling it like is from then, from here on out. I just call it like it is now, just like I see it now. Amen. I had to learn something from that. I had to learn something through that experience. Amen. Hopefully you learned something from this story. Amen. Praise God. Well, the bottom line is there was a grace there to create, make things better. That's what we are here for to make things better with the power of God. The blessing of Abraham is to be a blessing to all nations. Your company should get better because you're there. Amen, Amen. praise God. It should get better. Praise God, when the grace was on Joseph, the prison got better. Amen, the prison got better because of Joseph being there and the anointing on his life. Because Joseph was was in prison, the prison got better. When Joseph got promoted to second in command in Egypt, Egypt got better. Egypt got saved through a famine because of the grace on a man. God wants it on us and in us, amen? And so he says right here, and not only does he want it on us, it'll build us up and make us better wherever we are. It'll give us an inheritance, amen, among them which are sanctified. So if I'm gonna walk in the graces of God, guess what I'm gonna have to do? I'm going to have to live a sanctified life. Yeah. Say amen to that. Hallelujah. Anybody yeah. want to talk about, you know, then you're getting in the millions and the billions, but can you come away from the world? Uh, well, come on, come on. Amen. Can you come away from the world? He said, I'm not pouring the anointing on anything that's attached in the world. He's never pouring out the anointing on any people that are atta- his people that are attached to the world. No. And the anointing, the Holy Ghost is not for the world. Yes, he did. He said, I ain't giving the Holy Ghost to them. Right. That's what he said in John 14. Do I need to go there? He said, they ain't getting a drop of the anointing. That's why the world is crazy. Yeah. He said, the, he probably, praise God. Part of the anointing, that's supposed to make us stand out. Come on now, I'm going to go over here and look at it. Praise God. You're going to go to work tomorrow with the advantage. Yeah. Yes, you are. You're going to go to work with the advantage. Yes, you are. He says, I'm not giving the Holy Ghost to the world. He says, look what this says in John chapter 14. Because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of grace. Amen. That's over in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. You can write that down. Where God promised to pour out the Spirit of grace, which which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, look what he says right here in John chapter 14, verse 15. And um, in verse 14, verse 15, part of the Holy Spirit's assignment, the spirit of grace is to qualify us for our inheritance and for an anointing. Amen. And he helps us mortify the deeds of the flesh so we can live a consecrated life. And every believer wants to live that way. Trust me, every one of them, because their spirit has been born again. But they have to commit to renewing their mind. And renewing the mind will cause you to think different. And if you can think different, you can behave different. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you can think different, you can behave different. So consecration is a renewing of the mind where I know why I don't want to be out in the world. I don't want to disqualify myself. Now look what it says right here. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's how we know we love God. We keep his commandments, and we don't say his com- It's hard serving the Lord. It's t- no, it's hard being a transgressor. That's what the Bible said. He says, and I will pray the Father, or I will make a demand to the Father. And Jesus is the one. He made the demand for the Father. And the Bible said in the book of Acts, he poured out the spirit of grace. And guess where he poured it? On his church. Amen. And we know on the day of Pentecost, he poured it on 120 people. That was the church. That was the church. It didn't hit anybody else. 120 on the day of Pentecost. That was the church. And then cloven tongues of fire came on them and graces came on them and they started ministering. And in one day, because of the grace that was on them, 3,000 people were added to the church. What do you do with a grace like that? We couldn't even function. We couldn't even function on Sunday morning. I know it was Easter Sunday. Praise God. We didn't even have enough parking spaces for the people that was coming to church. Amen. Amen. This thing is going to go to another level. Amen. Amen. Boy till they hit it. I mean, I'm talking about where they hit it. I'm preaching about the grace hitting the thing now. Yeah. I'm preaching about it hitting your family, hitting your mind, hitting your finances, hitting your body, grace after grace. Amen. Goodness and mercy, that's following me on. That's the graces of God. Cup running over, that's the graces of God. Look what it says right here. Even the spirit of truth, he's the spirit of truth, but he also is the spirit of grace because grace and truth came by Jesus because of the anointing was on him. He's the spirit of grace. Amen, that's Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. I ain't got time to go there tonight. We'll be out of time before you know it. So write it down. We're already at halftime, praise God. It's 7.30 almost. We're at the halfway mark, praise God. And I'm trying to get you loaded. Amen, praise God. I'm trying to get you loaded with the time I got. It says right now even the spirit of truth and the whom the world cannot receive you have the advantage. Your family has the advantage. Your children have the advantage. Amen. What is God trying to do? Give me the advantage. What did he give David against Goliath? Amen. The advantage. Don't you wake up tomorrow and look like you ain't got the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> the advantage means you're winning. Advantage means wave your palm leaf because no matter what the weapon is, oh, praise the Lord. Come on now, I got a real saint in here. Brought a palm leaf to Wednesday night. Man, I walked through, praise the Lord, a palm leaf over in section num- number two and one. Oh, praise God. Palm leaves popping out everywhere. Somebody really went in it here. Man, I came through church the other night. Man, somebody went after his palm leaf. Palm, three palm leaves in section number one. Oh, we in revival. Yes, we are. We in Revival. Come on now. Some people didn't, some people didn't get it. I walked through church, palm leaves laying under tables and jazz. I wish you could get them all. Praise God, but praise the Lord. Thank God for the leaves we do have. Victory is in the house. Yes, it is. Victory is in the house. He said the world cannot receive him. He said the world cannot. He said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world cannot receive the spirit of truth. Can't receive it. So we have the advantage. Amen. Amen. That's what I was saying. Look over here in Romans chapter chapter, chapter 9. You like working the word like that? Yes, Amen. You like working the word of God? Praise yes. the Lord. Let me see right here. Yes, it's the word of grace that gives you the advantage in life. Come on now. Yes, see, praise God. You, you got the advantage when you get up in the morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That's what God's word does. It gives you the word. It it gives you the advantage over all opposition in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I was looking for a scripture. There it is. Um, And um, let's see if I can give this to you, get my hands right on it. And it was saying in, um, that God gave the children of Israel the word because he get, that word gave them an advantage. How did they get victory over all of their adversaries? I'll have to find that, that scripture where it talks about God giving them the word and giving them the advantage. Amen? But anyway, I, I, I'll have to find it later. It just jumped out in my heart. I believe it's in Romans round 9 and 10 that the oracles of God were committed unto them to give them the advantage in life. And uh, somebody may find that later on, that the children of Israel were given the oracles of God, the word of God, and when they was given the word of God, they were given the word of his grace, and, um, and it gave them the victory over all their adversaries, and they were living with the advantage when they were living with the word. That's over in Romans somewhere, so you can look that up later on. But anyway, I wanted to show us this. God has given us the spirit of grace so that we have uh, the advantage in life. And so um, it says, even the spirit of truth in, Rome, in, first, I mean, in, in John 4, 17, whom the world cannot receive. Now, notice the world cannot receive the spirit of grace. That's why when you go to an interview, you're going to be grace there. Ain't no need of sweating it. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you go to be, do business things, you grace wherever you are. Amen. Come on now. Go and live on another level. Go on and live with the advantage. You can we come? Cu- Nine, four, and five. Let me take a look at that. Praise the God. Pastor Cynthia looked it up with her iPad. On your phone. Okay. I thought you was using your iPad. Amen. And, um, um. Um, no, it's going to say they had the advantage Along Romans, Romans chapter three, verse two, you know what? That may be it. I missed it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Bishop Jerry, um, yeah. it says what advantage Romans chapter 3, verse 2. I was looking in the wrong chapter and verse. What advantage have the Jews? We're just talking about living with them. Grace is an advantage. Amen. Hallelujah. You're different when you walk in the to to tomorrow. of You ain't like everybody else. Don't even try to be like them. <laughs> Don't even try to be like them because you're not. They, you got something they can't get. Amen. But if you, if you flash it in there, amen, if you flash it in, I mean really flash the grace in there. Praise God, you'll evangelize the whole department. Ain't no need to asking people to come to church if you ain't flashed them. Come on now and flash the glory. Asking somebody to follow you somewhere into a dead religion. No, we got some big, we got some they don't have. But we haven't used everything we have. Say amen to them. No, we have not. No, we have not. Sheila by Day. No, amen, because this is not it. I love what Dr. Dufresne said. He said if this is it and Jesus raptured the church in this state, he said I'm going right down to town hall where Jesus is enthroned and I'm going to ask him, was that it? <laughs> was that the big pop everybody was talking about? No, he said, he said in the last days he's going to pull out the former and the latter rain. So all, and at the same time, so all the anointings of old, plus all the new ones to come, it's gonna hit in this last revival. You better get ready for your graces, amen. And it, it ain't gonna come on you because of any other reason except God loves you and you receive it. This is about receiving the abundance of grace that is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And you got to talk about the graces that are on your life. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is on me. You got to talk about the graces that are on you. I'm anointed to do this. I was born. You need to praise God. If God, you know that's God's will for you to work at that organization, you got to say, I was born to do this. this. This is grace to me. I was graced. I was born to do this. Praise God. I receive grace now to be a light, to be the salt. I perceive it to stand out different than everybody else. Amen. That's what got him mad about Jesus. He was different. 480 synagogues, nobody getting healed. Now, Jesus shows up, everybody getting healed in the whole city. He embarrassed them on a Sabbath day. Woman coming in bowed over. He says she's a daughter of Abraham. She's supposed to be healed. She's got a right to be healed. How you are you all letting the people of God live without the rights that belong to them through the Old Testament covenant? They had, he had a right to healing. He said, woman, now loosed. The power of God come on her, power of God come on her, and then she stood straight up in front of them. Oh, they got mad, said, you know, you should have waited till another day instead of Sabbath day. That woman said, I've been, building over, been over so long, I don't care what day it is. Wow i stand up straight any day. Don't be picking no days for me to stand up. And then Jesus got up and said, y'all out here feeding donkeys and taking cows out. You shouldn't even be doing that on the Sabbath day. And here this woman is a daughter of Abraham. She's got the Abrahamic covenant on her side to be delivered from all her enemies, including paralysis and rotting of the bones. She had a right to be delivered from all of her enemies. The spirit of infirmity was on her all those years, and nobody did anything about it, praise God, but Jesus showed up with a grace on him that excelled them, and she stood up, praise God. With the healing and anointing of church on the rock. People gonna be standing up causing bone issues and all kinds of things gonna be breaking loose on their life because the power of God is here. He told us the power of God is on this church. Church shall be known for you. You gotta talk about, I gotta to go to I got I'm gonna have to go there now, There it is. I gotta to go to Luke chapter 4 because you gotta talk about the anointing. You gotta read that prophecy book and talk about the graces on this church. Amen, praise God. We got to talk about it. This this location is in for a tsunami, a spiritual tsunami, a quantum leap. Amen, I know you ain't been saying it, but I've reminded you tonight. You probably leaping and jumping and praising God. It said, what advantage have the Jews? What profit is there of circumcision? Much in every way. What in every way, their circumcision, their advantage, because that unto them were committed the oracles of God, or words of grace. We can say that unto them were committed the oracles of God. Commend you? I'm committing my word to you. I commend you. I'm commending you to be sold out for. Committing you to the word. See, this works for the committed people. See, I'm committed. I'm committed. I just am. And everybody has to be committed. Commitment. That means when you say you're going to do something, you do. So God committed his word to them. I swear you stand out in front of the host and even though you are outnumbered, but I'm in covenant with you. I will save by many or I will save by few. But you can write it down, you're gonna get saved. He said, I committed my word to them that I would bless them in the city, in the field. The enemies would come in out of one way and flee 70. That was my commitment to them If they would be committed to me and hearken to my voice and hearken diligently, play close attention to my word. There would be no greater commitment in existence than my commitment to you. That I will take you, I'll make rivers in the desert. When there was no water to drink at all, I'm committed to you. Come on now. I don't care that it ain't no water in the wilderness. I'm committed to you and nothing is too hard for me. I make it come out of a rock, out of nowhere. That's a grace of God. You can't last a week without water. And it wasn't that they was all
1: thirsty. Some people just like to complain. Got a bucket full of water talking about we go right out of water out of here, Moses.
0: They wasn't dying of thirst. Ain't no telling He they probably had a bucket full of water, had a cow, drank some milk, man. <laughs> Sitting here complaining and carrying on, murmuring. Just love doing it. And then God still graced them, to caused water to come out of rock, graced them every morning, bunny bread falling out of the sky. Come on now. Five grain bread falling out of the sky. Whole wheat dropping. Come on now. Honey buns dropping out of the sky. Come on now. Probably, it probably wasn't assortment of bread. You don't know. I'm just saying it. Come on now. Because they said it's sweet bread. It tastes good. It was doing everything to everybody out there. Come on now. Gluten-free falling. If, that's gonna, if you needed that, come on now. Everything was falling out of there. Come on. You don't know. You wasn't there. I'm just saying it was falling i'm preaching tonight they said this stuff tastes good come on now yeah and out of nowhere i'm gracing you come on now so there's a supernatural provision coming to church on the rock it's a suddenly coming come on now a grace that you don't deserve grace is not about deserving it just let it flow god pull out the spirit of grace
1: just let a supply flow here, a supply of your spirit, a supply of increase. It ain't about, we, he letting it hit complainers out there. They didn't even do it right and it still hit them. Come on now, he's out there preaching houses that you didn't build. That's a grace moment. Amen, vineyards that you didn't plant. That's a grace moment. Silver and gold that's good. You didn't deserve this, it's just how good I am. I'm going to let it hit you. You need to receive abundance of grace. Stop being like everybody else. You got the advantage. Live on a whole nother level. Yeah, glory to God.
0: You better receive this. Hallelujah. You better say, I receive abundance of grace. Hallelujah. Praise God. I received the advantage you gave me. That's why he said, No weapon. You got the advantage. He said committed unto him the oracles of God. The word of God. And it says for what if some didn't. There it is. Did not believe. That's why all of them didn't make it out. Some of them died. Some of them died out in the wilderness. Ain't there some dying out in the wilderness. With manna falling on your grave. You didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> Dying out in the wilderness the man is a manna dropping down on your grave. <laughs> the goodness of God. Come on now, because God didn't care where it fell. More fail than they could consume every day. Amen, more fail, because he told them, he said, <laughs> come on now, he said, you get enough just for this day. The only day you double up is the Sabbath day, because you're not going to be gathering the next day. Wow. But it was so much hitting the ground that they were eating so much, they was leaving more on the ground than they were bringing, yeah, they were bringing more in, they was bringing less in than was on the ground. You could eat all day and it was still a bunch on the ground. So it was falling on dead people that should have been eating come on now. The blessing will fall whether you there or not. You better start believing the word. Come on now, the blessing's gonna fall, revival's gonna happen,
1: the spirit of grace is gonna be poured out, somebody is going to another level it might as well be you praise God because it's gonna happen to somebody because he said in the last days the spirit of grace is gonna hit all flesh I wanted to hit your sons I wanted to hit your daughters I wanted to hit your checking account I wanted to hit your son I don't care if he's in Iraq i wanted to hit your children hallelujah. in iraq i don't care where they are
0: oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. yeah hallelujah. you you better live with the advantage oh, hallelujah. well praise god hallelujah. i can't preach like that Pastor said don't want y'all hooping and hollering like that she will want, <laughs> she wants y'all studying and what are y'all doing running around because i'm hooping like that don't mean you supposed to jump up get all excited and,
1: take laps cause I'm excited
0: ew man it's getting wow we asked God today to help us preach on the grace didn't we come on now we pulling scriptures out we don't even know where they're coming from they're coming because of the grace of God God wants you to know you got the advantage you better wake up like the boss in the morning
1: you better wake up large and in charge I got witty inventions our company can go to another level y'all better get ready to promote me Yes, y'all better better get ready to increase me. I am the best thing that walked through this door. I am the best thing that walked through this door. I'm like Jacob showing up down in Laban's house and the blessing began to take over just because I'm here. I got something on me that I didn't put on myself. I got something on me that I didn't put on myself. God just said he was pouring it out and I said fill my cup
0: and let it overflow yes I did you better promote me up in here yes you better you be better off for it you better promote me don't make me go off and start my own
1: yeah I'm talking to you yes I
0: am talking to you yes I am don't make me don't make me go start my own That's what happened to Laban. He made the man start his own. Don't make me start my own. Praise God. The number one thing you got to do is believe in the graces that are on you. The oracles of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hallelujah is right. Hallelujah is right. Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Praise the Lord Glory be to the most high God Thank you Father Thank you Lord You know God will keep on believing if, Whether you we believe or not The Bible said he'll just keep on believing He don't care If we don't believe then he'll go find somebody else Amen that's what he'll do He will remain faithful The Bible said if we don't abide faithful He'll stay faithful Come on now, that's what it says, if we don't remain faithful, he will. Amen. Amen. He will remain faithful, yes, He will, because uh-huh. he can't deny his own self. That's, right. That's, right. that's what it said over in Second Timothy. Praise God, you have to devote yourself to believing. Yes. Look over in Second Timothy. verse 12, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 12. It says, if we suffer, what is suffering we got? Putting down our flesh. Mm-hmm. Suffering ain't got nothing to do with you being sick and broke and suffering, Father Lord. That's right. no. Jesus died for poverty. He took, he paid the penalty for poverty and sickness. It's no need us having it. Because he paid to get it off of us. Right. There's no need of no me having what he paid to get off me. Mm-hmm. Amen. He paid the price to get it off me. Yes, he did. So why did I tell somebody I was suffering Father Lord? <laughs> it was some kind of disease. That's ignorance gone to sea. Somebody had to teach you that. Yes. Some preacher that didn't know the Bible. If we suffer, that means stop doing what you want to do and do what he commended us to do. Paul said, me if I preach, I can't just walk out here and quit. That's how preachers die. He says, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. That means if I consecrate, that's the consecration. He said, offer the sacrifice of praise. Yes, yes. Even when you don't feel like praising him. Right. Amen. 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 It's mortifying the deeds of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Not living fleshly when your body wants to. Mm-hmm. That's the suffering. Forgiving when you don't want to. That's the suffering. Mm-hmm. Speaking to them when they don't deserve to be spoken to forgiving them when they don't deserve it that's the suffering that's the suffering humbling yourself that's the suffering staying in the will of God that's the suffering going to give somebody a piece of your mind but you shut your tongue down that's the suffering amen then we will reign with him if we deny him, don't expect him to put you on the front row in heaven. <laughs> oh, amen. I ain't making this up. That's why I love my Bible. I ain't making this up. Right. Amen. My assignment is to read the news. Yeah. Come on now. My assignment is to read. Don't change the newspaper, do you? Take it out sections? No. Then don't be messing with you. He said, you mess with my word, I'm going to jack your stuff up. See, you deny me, I'm gonna deny you. You honor me, I honor you. You disrespect me, you got it coming, baby. All right, all right. Amen. Amen. If we believe not, the oracles were given to them to believe. But if we decide, anybody decide they're not gonna believe. And doubting Thomas, they get named in doubt and Thomas. Only my doubt and Thomas did, they didn't believe either. But doubting was doubting longer than everybody else. <laughs> So they gave him the name in Thomas. And all he did was miss one service. Well, the power fell. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Dr. Jacobs went all the way to Kuwait with Dr. Lufresne to hear one thing. You walked in the footsteps of the prophet. Now you're going to make your own steps as a prophet. There was an oracle released that day. There was a grace that released that day so he can do his assignment. Yeah. What happens if you're not there? Mm-hmm. Thousands of miles on the other side of the earth laying on Persian carpet, right out in the middle of, of desert storm and desert whatever, laying out there in the middle of Kuwait under the power of the Holy Ghost and grace is falling on you and receiving the office of the prophet. That's how it comes. Not with somebody standing in their kitchen next to their cabinets, 20 years old, and ain't served nowhere. They may have an assignment on their life, but they can sure disqualify themselves. So many people disqualify themselves. Sometimes they could have been anointed. Saul was supposed to be anointed. David said they died like people that didn't have no grace, the enemy. The enemy mutilated their bodies, cut their heads off, nailed them to a wall. They called themselves the kings of Israel. Look at them. It broke David's heart. He said they could run like deers and they were fierce as lions when the anointing was on them. But they died like men that had no graces at all. arrogance, disobedience and sometimes people are truly everybody is but they can disqualify themselves. He said when you were small and you you were humble, Saul, you were small in your own eyes, you obeyed God, you did, you knew your success depended on him but now that you have experienced some victories and won some battles you want to do what you want to do when you get ready And obedience is better than sacrifice. Don't you offer me nothing if you will not obey me. And therefore, I'm lifting the grace off you, and it shall be given to one better than you. And Pastor Nancy is right. Your replacement is always better than you because God never goes backwards. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's how, and here comes a little 17 year old boy. All he is today is a pizza delivery man. He don't plan on killing giants. No. He's just anointed because his dad told him, take some cheese and bread and raisin cakes down there to your brothers. They've been on the battlefront, I don't know how many days. I think it was about 40 days. They've been out there, Goliath, talking crazy to him. Send me somebody out here so I can put it on you. Get out here, 40 days, listening. Give me somebody so I can whoop them. (laughs) Ten foot tall, tall as the door, standing out there. Nobody's going out there. No, it's not a good day. (laughs) I don't think I'll fight today. The sun is just not, the angle of the sun is not right (laughs) for fighting today. Too many clouds to fight. Sunshine shining too bright. (laughs) The reason why nobody fought because there wasn't no it. Mm-hmm. And here comes this dude with the advantage. Yes. Come on now. He's the advantage. He's already done killed a bear mm-hmm. and a lion. Come on now. And he walks out there. All he's planning on doing today, the anointing is just working. The anointing only works on your assignment. So today he's just anointed to roll bread out there amen praise God don't don't go don't worry about if you're just holding the door open you just annoying to hold the door open right now but it's more in you than that the line of the tribe of Judah on the inside of you just let the challenge go to another level and see what happens see what come on you come on now just let the challenge go to another level and see what come on i am telling you it'll come on but it'll come on you yes it will it'll come. praise God I ain't got time for all these testimonies it'll come on you it The Bible said when it got on Saul, it turned him into another man. Grace makes you somebody that you are currently not. Today it's going to take a pizza boy with cheese and bread and make him a giant killer. That's what it's going to do to him. Came on him, he said, I'm going to cut your head. Smooth off, boy, and feed your big basketball head to the birds. Birds going to be eating all day. He was carrying a big giant head around all day, blood and guts. Yeah, when he cut his big head off, yeah. you cut a head of a 10-foot man off, you carrying some stuff. Yeah. He was walking around the city, I got him! Yeah. He, number, he number about 5'9", he got a big 10-foot man head. He didn't just say, oh, lay it down. He was walking around with the dude's sword, big old sword and a big old head walking around like that. <laughs> Boy, when you start carrying stuff that's too big for you, come on now. Come on now. You start you start carrying the anointing that will take you into big places and cause you to do big things. Come on now, that's bigger than you. Yes, it did. He was carrying a big basketball head around and carrying the guy's sword around. Come on now. This is what I chopped his head up with. Come on now. Somebody, come on, somebody, praise him. I, I, I was talking about what he said. and that's what I, was, I was just talking about what David said, praise God. And the whole, the whole nation got so excited. It'll put you in bigger places. <clears throat> Come on now. Caleb had such a grace on him. When it came time to take the promised land, he said, I want to go up and fight the giants up there. That's what Caleb said. I want to go up and fight. That's why David got that giant on from. I want to go up and fight the giants because they said the the beds up there were bigger, the tables were bigger, the bananas were bigger because the giants was up there. Come on now. You take a giant bed, your whole family can sleep in there and roll over and not even touch each other. Come on, man. come Praise the Lord. Come on now. you Praise God. Ain't no telling what the ceiling height is in there because they're 10 foot tall. You talking about some ceiling heights. Y'all come into my house. Come on now. Right. Anyway, I'm trying to get you living large. Yeah, you. That's what grace would do. Praise God. Y'all made me preach all the preaching, teaching time out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we was on believing. If we choose to believe not, you cannot let yourself get in a state because too much grace is on the line. Grace does not flow without a belief. And it's a false grace teaching was out there, let me hit that, and then I gotta go home. And people were teaching that grace would activate without faith. And I remember a guy in my church, bless his heart now, he's gone to heaven, because he didn't figure it out. He was going to leave the church, and uh, we had a decent relationship, he going to leave the church, and he's going to leave Dr. Jacobs, and he brought me all his write-up about grace, and Dr. Jacobs was preaching on believing too much. I mean, wrote pages, and I started looking at it. I said, you're missing one verse. You're missing Romans 4.16. It is a faith that it might be by grace. You did all that writing and you forgot about that verse, that means you don't know the Bible. And it plagued him his whole life till it took him out of here before his time and died in a sad way, destroyed his home and everything. Because he refused not to believe. And God will not do your believing for you. Faith comes by hearing words of grace. And that's what we're doing tonight Amen. if we deny it says he would deny if we believe not he abides faithful which means God and that's what I was telling so I was telling Charlie last night God will not change his mind he abides faithful to his own word that's why when Peter got out of the boat and Jesus told him to come Jesus didn't sink. Peter did we're not changing the word just because you stop believing. We're going to remain faithful that if the word of God gives a man the grace to walk on water. Jesus said, I'm going to continue to demonstrate that the man keeps walking on water. You're the one that asked to come out here and then you got the oracle to come. And then you're the one that decided not to believe. You made an internal decision, the Bible said, with the heart man believeth. He doesn't believe with his mouth. He confesses with his mouth, but he believes with his heart. And then the Bible said, no man knows the things of a man's heart. So you can't let somebody say, I tried to believe God and it didn't work. No, your heart condition ain't right. Because the Bible tells you in Proverbs, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the forces of the graces of life. God is letting you be your own miracle, letting faith be developed in your heart with the heart, man believing. And the enemy is trying to bring things in men's heart so people can get up and confess the right thing, but their heart ain't believing. Amen. Their heart is filled with many thoughts. And if you talk to them long enough, you can hear it. Well, I've been
1: saying, I've been saying, I didn't tell you just to say it. I said, it said, believe with your heart. Your mouth can't believe. With the mouth, confession is made
0: of what's been. Planted in the ingrained in the heart. With the heart you believe. Not because you said the right things. You can become a parrot in here. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. A parrot can do that and not even believe in his heart. That's bird, that's bird level Christianity. Parrot head. That's one more preacher got up. And he criticized the confession. Truth and confession. He said, they're blabbing and call it and it, told it and it mm. He said nothing about his immoral heart. Because mm-hmm. that's what the kind of preacher he was. Mm-hmm. That's why it won't work for you. You tried it and it failed you. So now you want to criticize us. You got to get the whole. That's why we call full gospel. You got to listen to all the word. We didn't say you can just say the word. We said you had to believe with your heart first. With the heart man believeth. You got to get the word in your heart. Jesus said if you don't understand the parable of getting the word in your heart. You will not understand anything I'm preaching. People soak up in television all day long. Soak up in dirty jokes. Soak up in entertainment. Soak up in athletics. Soak up in foolishness. That's all that's in their heart. Just listen to them talk. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But Jesus said, Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you, indicating that word saturation, the heart will solve every problem. And some will get 30 fold, some 60, but some will get a bump, 100 fold return crop because they guarded their heart better than somebody else. You don't let fear. insecurities get in your heart you don't let corona and nothing be terrified of your adversary it's an evident token of his destruction when you are not afraid when you guard your heart it's a token that he's failing. When you walk it in your graces, it's a token of his destruction. When you carry the oracles of God in your heart, it's a token that he is finished. He is gonna finish up in that lake of fire that has been prophesied over in the book of Revelation. You're gonna get your butt kicked right in the fire, and that's where you're gonna stay forever. But where I'm gonna be forever, according to the oracles of God, in a city that goes so high up, made of gold and solid gold and streets and rivers that are so clear that's got fruit trees growing on the side of with 12 kind of fruit I'm going to live large that's where I'm going you're going to fail you can never let your believing stop you got to know what makes a believer it's a person who guards their heart they use their heart for one purpose they use their heart for one purpose. It is not for entertainment first. It is not for gossip first. It is not. It is not for curiosity and, and the trinkets of this world. That is not the first purpose of the heart. He said, with the heart, man believeth. The number one thing he should be doing with his heart is believing me. And once his heart believes, then his mouth can't can confess. People got so much fear in him. I believe I'm here. I believe I'm healed. Shut up. This is not McDonald's. This is not Burger King. You can't do it your way. You're going to have to meditate on the word. Joshua, if you're going to take down these, three, these 30, 32, 31 kingdoms, you're going to have to meditate in the word day and day. And night. The church wants the graces of God. They're going to, have to, they're going to have to suffer. They're going to have to stop doing some things they're currently doing that they enjoy and they like. He said, you're going to have to lay aside, not just the sins, but the weights. Dr. Jacobs will always preach on the In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35, you're going to have to tend on the Lord without distraction. Jesus had to believe in his heart first the Spirit of the Lord is on me before he could say it. He had to believe the Spirit of the Lord. He had to believe this. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. I guess we'll go ahead and receive tonight's offering. I preach so good tonight. I gotta listen to this myself. <laughs> ah! Yeah, you got a word tonight. I don't yeah. care what you say. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. If we believe not. Yet he abided faith. He will not, from a small seed, will grow a mighty tree. And if we don't believe this, he'll give the tree to somebody else to bring in the manifestation. Yes, he will. I just decided I'm gonna go all the way. I promised him. He said, unto you were committed to oracles of God. Keith, I gave this to you and laid it down. I said, I'll never lay it down again. That's so why we started noonday prayer. We will not lay down the oracles. Let's lay something else down. Let's lay the news down. Come on now. Let's lay. Let's lay down. Let's lay down the drama series that they show you just enough to make you come back and watch the next one. Let's lay down the drama series. Let's lay some down so we can pick up the oracles, so we can live with the advantage. He said I committed this I commend you to God. I commit you are to live committed to God. I commend you to God. I commit you and then he says God is committed to you to bring a mighty tree where the house is known Gave you
1: grace to make you different
0: from everybody. So I demonstrated my commitment to you and where's yours to me? Where's yours to me? That's what it comes down to. I didn't give this to the world, I gave it to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, let it play. That's my my music. You don't know, tell him what I might prophesy. Yay!
1: Yeah. He abideth faithful. He cannot deny himself.
0: So when you put the word in you. devil comes immediately tries to take the oracle I'm taken out of you